Welcome to another edition of the Indie Corn Roast Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Schindler. It is June 3rd, 2020. I'm coming at you with my co-host, Tom Lewis. Um, before we get started today, um, me and Tom just wanted to uh, quickly hit on and say that uh, obviously things going on in the world right now are uh, pretty crazy. There's uh, some really difficult things that, that, that are going to have to be tackled by the population as a whole. Um, and we were not planning on putting anything out this week uh, on Indie Cornrows that wasn't related to, to what's going on, except this is huge news that, that, that we have to cover. It's our, it's our job, too. And um, uh, obviously, we're, we're thinking about everything else that's going on, but just uh, wanted to put that, that, that out for you first. Uh, Tom, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing, doing well. Thanks for, for saying that, Mark. I know uh, it's been a rough week here in Indian all over, over the country, and, and – um, I did really appreciate the statement Nate McMillan put out. Um, it was it, it was kind of interesting because it was very direct and didn't pull any punches, just like Nate. And I, I honestly could hear his voice saying it. And so, uh, um, you know, anybody listening, if you haven't seen it, um, Pacers Twitter, Pacers.com, um, you can see the, the uh, statement that Nate put out really strong words, but need to be said. And, uh, you know, I loved it. Yeah. And definitely also, uh, uh, as far as I know, Mal- Malcolm Brogdon has been the most outright, uh, going down to Atlanta and, um, engaging in peaceful protests there. And Mal- Miles Turner has been pretty active as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely a, definitely a big shout out to those guys. Um, but what we're talking about today, um, so we, we have a nice old Woj bomb uh, in, in the middle of June that is not for a playoff game. Um, Real so life NBA news. I know. It's crazy, man. You texted me today. I was out walking my dog, and, and I was like, oh, my God, there's actually something, uh, actually something going on today in the NBA. Um, so just to headline it really quick, it's a lead proposal. Um, so the Board of Governors meeting is tomorrow. They will be voting on everything. But right now, Woj stated, uh, obviously, July 31st return, that's already been reported. There will be 22 teams in Orlando if this vote goes through tomorrow, which it is expected to. Uh, it will be the cl- current playoff teams and teams within games of the final seed. So that would be uh, all of the teams currently in the playoffs, the top 16 seeds right now, along with the Kings, Pelicans, Spurs, Suns, and Blazers in the West and the Wizards in the East. Uh, and right now, it's look, as proposed, it will be we'll, – the teams will play eight regular season games. Uh, the manner in which those games will be played out has not been decided yet. That's most likely going to be decided tomorrow or in the future. Um, and there's a potential play in tournament to determine the playoff field. So it's the eight or nine seed in, in each conference. If the nine seed is within four games of the eighth seed, they will have a play in. So it'll be a single elimination for the nine seed and double for the eight. So it's like a loser's bracket a little bit. Uh, the, the higher seed has a slight advantage that way. Um, so I think uh, we've got all that. Uh, I, I want to hear, first of all, your initial thoughts on this, Tom, just from a league-wide perspective, and then we can break down towards, uh, towards the Pacers individually. Yeah, it was just nice to have, have something to go on here. And it sounds like um, we're actually going to get some basketball at the start of August. But, it, you know, the way it's set up, Seems like you know odds are the six, the uh, top eight teams in each conference will end up being um, being in the, in the uh, playoffs. But um, of course, any team can get hot there at the end. Some some teams are going to be a lot more healthy and, and and maybe be able to play better. I think of a team like Portland. 
Um, but it'll be interesting to see how the schedule lays out. As you mentioned, that hasn't been determined yet. Um, I can't see how they can go off anything that is actually scheduled um, right now um, as far as either where they left off or where the date is right now um, since every team in the league won't be involved. So, um, and you know, will they just confine it to the conference teams that are there or will they mix all 22 teams up? Um, either way, you know, there'll probably be some challenging games on the schedule. I think, first of all, I mean, where the Pacers are sitting, they can play those eight games and get ready for the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs. Obviously, uh, they'd want to get some uh, favorable positioning if they, they see any teams that um, they may rather play, I guess. Um, but at this point, it, <laughs> so much has changed. The health of the Pacers is going to be greatly improved, let alone a lot of other teams. So it's hard to tell who you'd rather play. You know, you think about Philly getting healthy again. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of questions to be answered, but at least um, we got one question I think answered, and that's the goal to start on the 31st if everything continues to fall in place. I mean, obviously there's some uh, things that could happen, you know, with the coronavirus that could, um, you know, scrap it um, if things go the wrong way, but so far so good. So uh, this is great news to hear. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, I believe it was last week that the July 31st return was announced and uh, largely it was just kind of uh, blowing smoke a little bit, trying to figure out if, you know, what's going to happen, what are the plans, uh, how are things going to get laid out. And now that we have just the definite uh, less uncertain path to how we're getting there, that uh, th- it clears up a lot. Um, I think initially I'm just kind of a pessimistic person when it comes to things like this. I think uh, maybe I, I watched uh, all the Jurassic Park movies with my girlfriend last week, so <laughs> I, maybe I'm a little bit too in- indoctrinated by Jeff Goldblum. But uh, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So I am definitely a little bit skeptical of how <laughs> things will work out. It's a, a lot of variables. Um, but just speaking on the side of being hopeful, um, I think this is – I mean, personally, I think this is, this is huge for the Pacers. Uh, but – I, I mean, obviously having, I mean, Brogdon is going to be back. We weren't, I mean, it was 50-50 whether or not he would have been ready for the playoffs uh, or if he, I mean, if he came back, if he would have been 100%. Um, it, so I think having uh, the eight, eight regular season games is huge in order to kind of uh, coalesce the starting lineup in a way that we haven't really been able to see them do yet because of uh, all the injuries yeah. that have been so untimely this season. Yeah, I mean, that, that's – and, and Victor should be further along um, on his road to 100% as he was, you know, actually kind of rounding into pretty good shape there, even though I think I, I saw what he said he was maybe around 80% when he was playing, but he was starting to figure out how to play uh, with the group and with the game he had. And, you know, he should just be, you know, stronger and healthier, I would think, at this point with his time off. And, of course, Brogdon um, being in the mix, those eight games are real big, especially when, you know, in the end, they don't, they won't determine whether they're in or out of the playoffs. So um, they, they do have a little bit of, of, of leeway there. Um, but man, I, it just seems, I'm trying to, I keep trying to envision this whole thing with, you know, everybody down in Orlando, kind of the empty gym. It's going to feel like summer league, but it's going to be real games. And, and, um, and I'm just kind of excited to see how it'll play out. Um, but 
mostly I, I'm glad that the Pacers will hope you know everything goes well. We'll get get something out of this season because they have some good pieces in place right now. They, I think they're going to be uh, real interesting to watch the playoffs. I really hope they can play Miami. I mean, that's a that's a great great matchup. Um, it, it'll be tough. It'll, you know, I, I can't imagine it not going six or seven games and um, a, lot of, a lot of chess pieces in play there if everybody's healthy. It'll just be really fun and hopefully the Pacers can get, get off that first round bugaboo. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, my first kind of thing that I thought when I, when seeing this is um, I obviously we want the Pacers to do well in, in a playoffs scenario no matter what. Um, but at the same time, uh, I mean, this this playoff series is going to be huge for for Nate McMillan, for the entire mm-hmm. roster is assembled, uh, for the front office to to to, to make some decisions potentially. Um, and I think, I mean, it's more just an open ended question. I mean, uh, what can we really even take out of this playoff scenario? Because I think there's been you know people have said you know there shouldn't be an asterisk next to it. It's still a playoff setting, and I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. Just for me personally, I don't see how you cannot have an asterisk next to it. It's not that it doesn't matter. Um, but the settings and scenarios, I mean, it's unlike anything we've had before. I mean, it's closest to the um, the 99 lockout, but even then, that's still an entire regular season, almost, I mean, you know, 50 games, but it's uh, with similar format, and this is just totally different, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, no matter what happens, no matter who wins the title, there will be a, a, a faction of fans, if not a lot of fans, or maybe a smaller group, depending upon who wins. We'll bring up the asterisk, but I believe me, if the Pacers win it, put the asterisk by. That's great. oh yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. make t- we'll have T-shirts. You know, here's your asterisk. Great. You can put it on the banner. It wouldn't matter. It'd be fun to watch. So, um, I think you know, for some of the teams, whether it's you know LeBron's legacy or or you know whomever might be be uh, playing for the title or James Harden, or, or, you know, them getting hot, people who want to kind of diminish some of these guys, they'll always be in the conversation. But I think with a Pacer stand in, in the history of, of the playoffs and, and a run for the title, I don't care how it comes about. <laughs> yeah. If they get hot and make it fun, um, we'll be all in. Um, so it, it is going to be strange, like I said before, it, just the environment, seeing how it, it plays out, I know – there's been a lot of uh, kind of chatter about trying to drum up some way to give the home court advantage to the team um, that earned it, even though there's no home court, you know, like with extra timeouts or or uh, things like that, which seems absolutely ridiculous. But, um, you know, just play the game and whoever ends up winning wins and has adjusted to the circumstances the best, good for them, they win. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the biggest thing that um, benefits the Pacers a little bit is that um, there's nobody on the roster that I'm really super concerned about coming in out of shape because that was that was something that um, I remember being very prominent during both the uh, the the 13 lockout and the, uh, the the 99 lockout. That was a huge issue. Um, I mean, obviously, we have very visual evidence of Sean Kemp uh, being one of the primary issues in the 99 lockout. Um, but I mean, personally, I'm not, I'm not super worried about that for the Pacers. Maybe there are some Sixers fans who are a little bit worried. Uh, yeah. but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's just uh, a lot of questions to be answered and, uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm really excited. I mean, TJ Warren's first playoff foray, uh, ever. 
So that'll be really yeah. cool to, to yeah. witness. I think he, uh, he could be huge in a, in a playoff matchup. I'm really excited about, about his play for sure. And um, seeing Turbonis play in, in, in a playoff <laughs> setting finally with them starting in the same front court. So it's uh, a lot to look forward to. Yeah, and and and, and TJ Warren's another guy who kind of was dinged up, playing hurt. You know, didn't always show, but um, he should be healthy and, and ready to roll as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be and he'll obviously he's not a guy you say, oh, he's going to be hyped, but somewhere deep in the reservoirs where he does get hyped, he'll he'll have to be pretty pumped when it, when it comes to playoff time. So. Um, yeah, that'll be fun to watch. So um, I'm just wondering, you know, a lot of these guys with the, the way the league has obviously losing money, All these, there's so many factors also involved here. You know, we're talking about the salary cap most likely going down, could go way down. If they, if they don't play, even as it is, it'll, it'll be going down. It's going to be hard to, you know, resign guys like um, Justin Holliday and Jakar Sampson, no matter what happens. And I'm, that's one factor I'm, I'm hoping doesn't rear its ugly head, where, where, you know, all of a sudden the, the team environment for this season is altered so much that that uh, that the camaraderie and the and the you know the spirit of the team. It's diminishing anyway, but we'll have to see how that works out. Yeah, definitely. So far, I mean, it seems like things are uh, things have been good. I know uh, I've heard Nate speak a couple times, and um, the coaching staff seems to have been really involved, uh, just keeping keeping the guys together and talking to them. And um, but yeah, I agree. That's uh, that's that's the crazy part about this. I mean, this is my first time covering the league. Well, uh, well, something significant has uh, has gone on outside of the the regular structure of things, and. Uh, yeah, definitely a lot of questions, and I agree on uh, on Justin's contract. That's something that will obviously uh, be something to 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 keep on our radar uh, moving forward for sure. Yeah, and let, and let me just say, I mean, I wouldn't expect that to be an issue with Justin and Jakar. Uh, those are probably two guys who would handle it better than anyone. I mean, that that's kind of been their career, so mm-hmm. they uh, they're both guys that just play and let the chips fall where they may. So. Um, but man, Justin seems like he's on the cusp of, of getting a, a, you know, earning a big deal. Um, so hopefully that that continues. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's kind of funny because I remember uh, the one of the first times we talked, talking about how well Justin Holiday was playing, and now that the league actually had time off, and people who weren't maybe watching the Pacers as much uh, were getting around to it, and I started seeing articles all over the place. I'm in a group chat with probably uh, 20 other guys who, who all work for SB Nation, and. Um, <laughs> they were all talking about uh, one of them put out an article about Justin Holiday as one of their biggest free agent uh, guys. And I was like, well, I've been on this train for about three months, man. I was <laughs> glad to have you, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. He's no longer under the radar, unfortunately for the Pacers. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we, we can parlay that to some success this season I, Absolutely. and hopefully he stays around after that. Yeah. I mean, the only things I saw um, kind of on, on a negative side where um, Sham Sharinia mentioning that he was kind of confirming Woj's report, but saying that there was a lot of uh, testing and protocol um, steps that had to be worked out still with both sides. Um, but, you know, obviously that's 
going to be critical. And again, a lot of that stuff is kind of in flux until you get closer to the date and know what's going on with, with the coronavirus and all that as well. So um, at least at least they're moving towards that date and um, it's a great day. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, just to cap that off, seeing how the, uh, the league would handle a potential uh, contraction of coronavirus is going to be key. Um, yeah. I mean, it's very across the board for how that would be handled. I know they've talked about uh, potentially courting off entire teams or, or, or parts of teams or maybe just an individual. And regardless, that would have a huge impact on, on, on anything. So uh, a lot up in the air, um, but mainly – Thanks for getting on, Tom. It was uh, it was awesome to talk about a little bit and have some real uh, real news to talk about uh, finally. Absolutely, so, uh, Mark. I, I'm I'm definitely just looking forward to to where this is going, and uh, we got two months to to keep covering stuff and putting stories out and getting ready for it. So, uh, to anybody listening, just uh, stay safe out there, uh, be smart. Uh, Tom, thanks for talking today. I'll talk to you later, man. All right, thanks, Mark.